Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name's Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. <coughs> now, I know Easter's probably like, it's just under a month away, I think. No, it's a month. Yeah, yeah it's just a month away. So it's like three, three-ish, two, three, three weeks away. Um, it's coming up and um, you know what we like here at Relax My Dog, we like to do sort of seasonal safety tips just because, um, well, things come up and especially as the weather's getting nicer, you've got a lot more sort of holidays coming up, we've got 4th of July, we've got Easter and all that kind of stuff and it's very important for dog owners to know um, what is safe for your dog when you're um, when you're celebrating these things and if there are any um, sort of dog uh, safe alternatives. So this week, Leah and I are going to share with you some Easter hazards and some pet safe alternatives. Um, to help you and your dog have a really good Easter. Now, I, I do look, I do really like Easter. Um, it's one of my favourite yeah. holidays. Apart from Halloween, Halloween's my favourite. Easter, I like because it's like, it's spring. So everything's all new and it's like all the flowers yeah. are coming out and it's just nice and the weather gets nicer. So apart from, do you remember that yeah. one time here in England, we had snow on Easter. It was about sort of 10, 8, really? 7 years. Yeah, do you know, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I remember... It must be maybe about 10 years ago, maybe, that we had Easter and it was snubbing. I don't remember. Maybe that must have been where I was, I think. It's crazy. But I don't think, I think we actually were set for a mini heat wave in April. So I'm looking forward to that. I've heard that as well. Yeah, like 28 degrees or something crazy during the Easter break. It was so nice. I hope so, because I'm in France over the Easter break. So if it's nice here and not nice in France, I'm going to be really upset. I'm sure if it's nice here, it's probably going to be nice in France as well. So you might you might be okay. I hope so. Well, I wasn't expecting it to be nice because it's like April. So it's like, but if it's nice, it's been nice perhaps. So yeah, there we go. And I'm not mm-hmm. taking my cat with me. I went on holiday in like October and took my cat with me and it was a nightmare. So I'm not doing that again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but anyway, back on track. Sorry. Um we're going to talk about Easter, um, Easter hazards and some pet safe alternatives. And to start with, um, I'm going to talk to you about plants. So if you love decorating your home with plants or fresh cut cl- or cut flowers, you'll want to stay clear of anything from the lily family. Now, I will talk about this until I'm blue in the face because I feel so passionately about um, the fact that not many people know that lilies are toxic to dogs and cats. Like, not just toxic, but literally deadly to them. Um, like, quite often I'll get, like, flowers from, like, family members or friends for, like, birthdays and stuff. And whenever they give me lilies, I'm like, oh, lilies are horrible. I can't, I, like, I literally can't have them in my house. <laughs> so... Um, So according to the ASPCA, the Easter lilies, as well as daffodils, are highly toxic to cats and dogs if ingested. Vomiting and lethargy are the first signs of plant toxicity. So if you think your dog or cat has eaten or ingested any sort of um, lily, anything to do with lilies or daffodils, um, call your vet immediately if you think that they've eaten any part of these. If left untreated, the toxicity may progress to kidney failure and death. Early springtime plants can be toxic to both cats and dogs, include tulips, hyacinth, daffodils, crocuses, and lily of the valley. Now, when it comes to, I think it's hyacinth, tulips, and daffodils, I think it's the bulbs that are particularly toxic. So if you've got them in your garden and your dog likes digging, just maybe don't plant daffodils (laughs) because if they start chewing on them, it's not very good. Yeah, I'm quite lucky to be fair because my dog and my cat, to be fair, they're not very like, chewy or they won't eat things just like randomly in the house they're very good like that I think they just eat the food they're not very Marla wouldn't go and chew something at Rio 
never really goes up to plants and things and chews it or whatever. So I think we're quite lucky like that, that we don't have to think. Obviously, we've not got anything in, in the house that is toxic because that's just a recipe for disaster in case anything yeah. does happen. But um, yeah, they, they, we've never, oh, I've never seen them do it anyway. And obviously, I'm with them sort of most of the day. Oh, you're so, you're so lucky. <laughs> yeah, are they, is, is she quite like going up to things and, and um, eating things and. Rags. Um, yeah. No, actually, no. She, uh, less so now that she's a bit older. She's got no teeth. Um, she's not, but she's never really been a chewy cat. Um, but we do have another cat in the house, Godiva, and she's a little bit chewy. And she also right. has um, food intolerances, so she can't eat anything that isn't her medicated food. So she sicks a lot. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which is nice. uh, but no, Rex isn't very chewy, so that's quite good. Um, so, yes. So the next one that you need to be um, aware of is Easter grass. So obviously this is more some, something that is part of your Easter decoration if you decide to fully decorate the house. So whether you choose blue, green, yellow, pink, purple, all the colours of the rainbow, Easter grass is used in decorations and especially in the baskets delivered by the Easter bunny. I'm sure we've all seen it. Even like, they do like Easter things with private schools and um, mm. school boys, that sort of thing. So if you've got any decorations like that about uh, try and keep these well away from your pets and um, it's obviously fun for kids to search through uh, for those last few treats however easter grass can pose a deadly threat to pets if ingested just like christmas tinsel and um, easter grass is considered um, a linear foreign body by better vet i can never say that word um by vets uh, signs of ingestion <laughs> vomiting straining um to uh, deficit and a painful abdomen as well. Uh, you may also see pieces of the grass poking out of the mouth or anus of your dog. So please do be well aware of that. Um, if you do notice that your dog has ingested any of these, please do not try and pull any sort of strings and just go straight to your vets to make sure that you're not causing any sort of um, internal damage to your dog or to your cat as well. While this hazard is more common in cats, dogs have also been known to ingest um, this item too. So like I said, call your vets or go to your vets ASAP um, if you do suspect that your pet has ingested um, any sort of Easter grass. So uh, yeah, just be aware of that. Well. Just be aware about any decorations you're putting up in your house, whether it's lights or cables or anything like that. Just be yeah. aware that your dog and cat, if they have access to it, you don't want to uh, risk anything really. No, like yeah, like uh, I think we we say this all about Christmas time and all that kind of and Halloween. Like decorations are really really great, but you do need to keep your pet in mind when you're putting them up and buying them because if there are things that are toxic to your animal, I, I personally I just don't think it's worth having it because it's like it might look pretty and nice and it's like sort of like looping back to like having lilies and stuff like lilies are beautiful beautiful plants. So my mum's favorite flower, but she won't have them because she's got cats. It's just like, yeah, they're pretty, but they're just not worth risking your animal's um, health and, and life for that. So just be a bit more smart, really, when it comes to decorations. Yeah. Do, you, do you decorate your house for Easter? I think it might, might be a bit more of an American thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, they'd be seeing shops and things like that. But I think unless you've got like young children or mm. um, or have like an Easter, an Easter party, things like that, I think maybe then I would. But no, I don't really decorate um decorate the house we buy things for easter you know like easter eggs and all that sort of stuff but we don't really decorate the house yeah. not really and we have um like a like a easter wreath that goes on the door with a little bunny rabbit but that's on the door right. so absolutely cats can't get to that and it's very very cute it's got little bunnies and eggs and stuff in it. but no we don't really do anything <laughs> like 
inside the house. But like, I think, yeah, if, if I ever had kids and, and stuff like that, that would change, wouldn't it? So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is chocolate. Now, we we must have talked about chocolate a million, million times, but it's just so important for people to know just how bad chocolate is to your animals. Um, as a pet owner, you should be uh, aware that chocolate is poisonous to furry family members. The toxic components in chocolate are theobromine and caffeine. The level of toxicity is based on the type and um, quantity of chocolate consumed um, and the size of your pets. The darker the chocolate, the more dangerous it is for your your pet, especially dogs. Um, Chocolate becomes toxic at at the rate of 100 to 150 milligrams per kilogram of your pet's weight. So too much chocolate can cause gastrointestinal upset, pancreatitis, stimulation to the nervous system. So like hyperactivity, tremors, seizures and an elevation in heart rate. Um, now it is toxic to cats as well, but it's much, much more toxic to dogs. Um, I think maybe I'm not sure why, but it is because it's a really annoying because my cat likes chocolate, which is so annoying because she always tries to eat it. She's like, you're not allowed this, it's not good for you. <laughs> so according to um pets WebMD, chocolate can be lethal for cats and dogs. Um, although most cats won't eat it on their own, contrary to what I just said about my, my cat, they, um, they can be coaxed to eat it by owners and owners who think they're giving the cat a treat. Um, they, there are things like toxic chocolate toxicity meters for dogs that you can find online to sort of gauge um, just how much chocolate would be toxic to your size of dog. Um, but basically, don't give your, your dog chocolate. It's just, you yeah. might be thinking they're giving, giving them a treat, and it, but it's, you're not. Like, you're putting them in danger. So just to keep it away. You can get dog chocolate. Don't get dog chocolate. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say as well is my friend, um, she had or her auntie had um, quite a big poodle. Like I think it was a standard poodle, so quite a big one. And um, they went out for around Easter time, went out for the day, came back, and they'd left the Easter eggs in a room that uh, the dog was called Harvey, and he had access to. And oh, no. when they came back, it was just everything was open and been eaten everything. So even if you don't. Um, if, if you keep it out of arm's way for your dog or out of sight for your dog I'm sure they'd still be able to get it so just try and keep it like literally hidden away locked away until the day where you can actually eat it and then obviously don't feed your dog it but just be well aware that your dog can get into pretty much anything if they really want to if they can smell food or something that smells really nice to them they will try their very hardest to, mm-hmm. to get into that so um, even if you think you put it on like the top shelf or whatever, I'm sure there's still a way for them to actually get access to that. So again, just be yeah, be well aware of that one as well. Yeah, like dogs can be quite like clever and sneaky. So if you think you put them in a cupboard and you don't think that the dog can get 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 in the cupboard, like if they smell something in there and they want to eat it, like they'll find a way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, so the next one is xylitol. Now, obviously, a lot of candy uh, that contains things like artificial sweeteners, um, xylitol is that. So it is a toxic um, to dogs and cats. It can be found in candy, in gum, and also in some baked goods as well. So if your pet ingests this, um, a drop in blood sugar can occur, and it can actually cause issues like seizures and liver failure with your dog. So uh, you need to make sure you're carefully reading ingredient labels and to avoid using candy containing this sweetener in like Easter baskets that again your dog get access to what I will say is just with anything that you want to feed your dog just make sure you're being extra vigilant with checking the the label making sure that there's things that are there are actually allowed for your dogs obviously if you think buying things for the kids just make sure they're out of sort of reach for your pet but um yeah you don't want to be causing anything like seizures or liver failure with with your dog or putting them in any sort of risk like that 
Yeah, and like you said, like it's not if it's not if you're not one hundred percent sure whether it's your dog's going to be um, safe from it, then just don't bother with it because there's so many other things you can do. Like so many other things you can put out and um, give your dog. It's just yeah, just be smart, people. Just be smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next one is human food slash table scraps. Uh, now, fatty meals such as ham and lamb can cause intense abdominal and intestinal discomfort for your pet, as well as diarrhea and pancreatitis. Um, grapes, raisins, macadamia nuts, onions and garlic should also be kept out of your dog's reach. Um, each item causes its own form of toxic, toxic mayhem in your pet's, ca- pet's cardiovascular, neuro- neurologic and or digestive systems. Like I think w- w- we've mentioned these loads anyway, like right around Christmas time, um, Easter, that kind of any time where there's like lots of food, like grapes, raisins, nuts, onions, garlic, you should be keeping away from your dogs and your cats as well, because they all of them are not um, are not good for your, for your animals. Um, Rex always tries to get my garlic bread and it's like, you can't eat this. <laughs> Really? I would have thought, thought garlic would be too embarrassing for a cat. I feel like my <laughs> dog and cat would stay well away from that. Now she she's so so food motivated. Like anything that's even remotely smelly smells delicious. She'll she'll want to eat it. <laughs> she loves it. She always tries to get garlic bread. I was like, that's my garlic bread. Plus it's poisonous, so go away. <laughs> yeah, she's, a little, she's a little tinker. She'll eat olives and all sorts. She's a weirdo. She's so you're so weird. So bizarre. Honestly, remind your children and guests to not give your dog human food um, at any sort of family meals. Um, if you want to get your dog um, or your cat or whatever to um, include themselves in like, you know, like Easter, you tend to have like an Easter meal, like make themselves their own little plate of something that's like dog friendly, like or get them um, or if they're like beg at the beg at um, the table when you've got people around, give them a toy that's got like an interactive toy or a toy filled with like dog safe treats or peanut butter and anything that doesn't contain like xylitol or anything fatty or any of the things that we mentioned already. Um, just to keep them, well, to keep them happy and keep them fed and keep them out of your way. But yeah, just make sure they're dog friendly. Um, I know you can give cat, you like dogs like ham and lamb and stuff, but it, it, they can be really, really fatty. Um, and if you've got a dog that, you know, maybe... Uh, sort of sensitive to those kind of things um yeah I mean I wouldn't share my food with my dog anyway because <laughs> that's just I'm greedy so. <laughs> as well though to be fair if you're having like a big meal like an Easter meal it's probably a good idea to give them something that will last them for a while so that no mm. one around the table is tempted to give them any scraps anyway so if you yeah. give the dog like um like a kong filled with peanut butter or whatever and put them to one side and then at least they're going to be focusing on that for 10 15 minutes while you get to enjoy your meal and then you're not yeah. worried about the kids throwing some or playing a game with the dog that involves food that they're not meant to be eating so yeah. that's a good point to be fair. yeah and if you if someone makes your meal and you don't want to eat it don't give it to the dog just don't eat it <laughs> just leave it yeah, exactly <laughs> Okay, then the the next one is the Easter toys. So whether this is stuffed toys with hard plastic or button eyes and noses, um, obviously these can be swallowed by your pet and can actually cause um, a choking hazard, um, upset stomach or intestinal blockage. Um, So plastic Easter eggs that you use for Easter egg hunts and things like that, these can obviously become dangerously sharp uh, foreign objects in your dog's intestinal tract. Um, obviously, if he or she chews on this um, and splinters them, then obviously it just becomes 
a sharp object in your dog's body, which obviously you don't want. You need to make sure you're choosing appropriate toys and gifts for your children, especially if your dog is prone to chewing on things and it shouldn't, or if you have a very curious kitty as well. So anything like that, just make sure you keep it well away from your dog, especially if it's like, uh, and I don't know, like an Easter bunny toy. Obviously, mm. if they've got eyes and noses and your dog's regularly chewing on those, that's not going to be good because if they come yeah. loose, your dog eats them and then like I said it could be a choking hazard or it could break in sort of while it's going mm. through your dog system then it becomes a sharp object and then you probably have to go to the vets and get it surgically taken out which uh, won't no. be enjoyable for your dog it won't be enjoyable for your bank account anything like that so <laughs> yeah just be well away from that as well yeah and like you mentioned about sort of rabbits and bunnies and stuff especially if it's like quite a realistic one and you've got a dog that's got a high prey drive like it's gonna go for it like you won't have to stop it <laughs> okay finally we have um actually i just mentioned this before like egg hunts now i don't know about you but when i was a kid i loved egg hunts like i loved it <laughs> like i've got a garden big enough now that i can probably do one but i don't have any kids but I think my I think my nephews are coming up at, over Easter and they're like four. Oh god, how old are they? Four, four and six. So I'm gonna do an Easter egg hunt and I'm so excited. Yeah. Love uh, that. So children of all ages love a traditional Easter egg hunt. Like I think I'd still got one now and I'm 35, so yeah. <laughs> if you conduct an egg hunt in your backyard or house, um, you will want to ensure that all of the hidden treasures have been found and picked up. If not, your pup may locate them instead and potentially suffer the consequences if ingested. As a fun alternative, try adding all natural dog biscuits and let your furry and human children locate them together. That's quite good because like your, you know, people, human, people, children, sorry, human children <laughs> uh, can find the eggs or the toys or whatever. Then your dog can like sniff around and find dog, dog biscuits because uh, it's quite likely that your dog would be much more interested in a dog biscuit than they would in like a plastic toy but you'd, you'd hope so at least anyway so um but alternatively you can keep your pets inside or in a closed up area of the house where the egg hunt is going on because like it can get quite crazy frenzied because like kids get really excited and dogs get all excited and they could get a bit over overzealous yeah. so it might be a good idea just to put them away or keep them inside the house um uh, help help protect them from any harmful food or candy and toys, as well as possible injury by being stepped on uh, by excited children and adults. Um, if you dye hardboard eggs, uh, use natural food colouring. Um, these are from a wider variety of, so of sources like vegetables, fruits, plants, minerals, and other natural edible sources and are safe alternatives. So yeah, if you're doing like the traditional hard boiled eggs and you colour them in, I mean, dogs like eggs, I assume. So they might want to, you know, chow down on them and you don't want to we don't want them to eat something that's got like um harmful chemicals in them so you don't want your children getting harm, harmful ke chemicals on them because they children chump put everything in their mouths don't they <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah true that's true so those are some um some hazards for easter and, and some pet friendly alternatives so that you guys can continue having a great easter holiday and your dogs and pets as well because we've mentioned cats a couple of times too because obviously like you know they're popular pets too um you've got dogs and cats haven't you? you've got rio rio i've got them both yeah yeah I, i'm not gonna talk about wanting a dog because i think i must have much mentioned it at least once an episode how i want a dog but well never mind so yeah so just make sure that you guys are extra vigilant around easter holidays um about all the things that we've mentioned um there will be a blog that accompanies this as well so that might have a little bit more information and um a few more points too if you guys want to learn a little bit more 
the blog and the YouTube channels that both Leah and I make vlogs for will be linked in the show notes below, um, along with how you can get in contact with us on all our social medias. That's just at Relax My Dog, um, just on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you have any fun videos of your dog that you want me to share on TikTok, please send them to me because they're my favourite kinds of things to make. It's the funny dog ones. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um hope you guys have a safe and happy easter and uh leah and i will see you in our next episode bye bye <laughs>